The Lord can and often does change our lives all in one day. He can connect us to the right person at the right time. He can speak a word to our heart and use that to completely turn a situation around. We should be seeking these connections, these moments, every day. Imagine how much less the enemy can trick us if we are always seeking the Lord and His best for us in every circumstance. That's what All in One Day is all about. Hello there and welcome back to the All in One Day show. This is that place that we come to every Wednesday at three o'clock to talk about how the Lord can or how the Lord has changed our lives all in one day. And while we're talking about time slot um, next week, because of the daylight savings change, we are going to be moving to the two o'clock slot on Wednesday. So if you normally tune in at three, um, you're going to hear the gentleman who comes before me now and that slot. So um, Steve Gregg uh, is going to be moving to the three o'clock hour. So I'm going to be moving to the two o'clock hour. And that's, I just wanted to bring you up to date on that. (laughs) So next week when you tune in at three o'clock and you don't hear all in one day, you'll know why. So tune in at two and then you won't have that problem. (laughs) So we've been talking a lot um, about planning. We've been talking a lot about writing visions. We've been talking a lot about moving forward and walking by faith. And and, um, I've shared with you um, a little bit about my testimony that has been going on in my business um, with all of that, uh, walking by faith especially. one of the things that that we started this whole show um, to accomplish is to to really give our listeners a a hunger for the word. So I'm hoping that all of this that we've been talking about all this time has really given you your own personal desire to be in the word, and and sometimes. We just don't even know what that means. We don't know what that looks like. And so we've talked a lot about, you know, um, reading the Bible on a daily basis, um, studying it for yourself. So many Christians um, that I know, their Bible only comes out on Sunday. It goes with them to church. They may or may not open it at church because after all, they put the message, you know, the scriptures up on the projector um, or worse yet, you, you're spending too much time trying to look for the passage and you find that you're not listening as well as you probably ought to be. So you just shut the Bible and put it to the side and just listen. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, there's nothing wrong with any of those scenarios. The only, uh, the only hindrance that brings to our lives is the ability to actually get into it for ourselves. So why should I get into it for myself when my my pastor is um, well-versed in the Bible? He brings the message. I'm here to listen to the message. Why do I need, it, need to get in, into it for myself? And honestly, at this, 
at this juncture, if we're answering that question on a on a, a very basic level, um, then I would I would encourage you to go back into our podcasts, into our archives, and and re-listen to some of the shows or listen for the first time if you haven't, um, where all of that is addressed. So if you're wondering why in the world would I need to get into the word for myself, um, I encourage you to go back into the archives of our podcast and, and take a take a listen to some of our past shows. And you can do that at soundcloud.com um, forward slash all in one day with hyphens in between each word and one is spelled out. So I would encourage you to start there. Um, a brief little synopsis of why we should be in the word for ourselves is because God thought it was important enough to write a book. We probably ought to read it. <laughs> There's the most basic elementary um, answer I can give you to that. Um, but there's so much excitement and so much blessing that we miss when we're not in the word for ourselves. And, and I want to talk a little bit about that today, but I also want to talk about um, biblical interpretation in probably a way you haven't heard it um, talked about before. So many people like to give all the different uh, levels of interpretation that we can use to, to interpret the Bible or what the scholars use to um, bring the Bible into, you know, a specific language or, or a specific version. We Americans, we have so many different versions of the Bible, and I get a lot of questions about which version is the best. The version that you will open and read, that is the version that is the best. Honestly, that is my, my honest answer. Um, but when it comes to... Um, interpretation in the way that I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how we personally interpret what we're reading. So we're going to, we're going to go over a couple of different levels of um, things that are appropriate and things that aren't appropriate and why. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too. So um, I, I had challenged you a few shows back to determine your why um, why do I want to read the Bible for myself? And if you haven't determined your why, um, maybe our show on that would help you to to determine why should I read the Bible for myself. That that would be something that that um, you would want to go back and listen to. So if you have determined your why, but you really just don't know what you're doing, um, okay, Melissa, I'm reading it, but I'm not getting anything out of it, or I'm stumbling through it, or well, I started reading it and I did really, really well for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, now I'm uh, way far behind, whatever that means to you behind. Um, that's okay. What I want to do today is talk about bringing a fire to, to the word and, and letting, or maybe we just bring the wood to the word and letting the, the word catch that wood on fire. And what do I mean by that? One of the most exciting things that I find exciting anyway, and I am kind of a nerd when it comes to reading the Bible um, because I love it so much. It's something that's my passion. 
I really just love to dig into the word. So I am kind of a nerd when it comes to the Bible. But one of the things that I find so super exciting is when I'm reading something in scripture and then it's confirmed somehow. So for instance, maybe I'm, I'm reading about um, Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit just falls down and, and I'm really reading, you know, Peter's, um, I guess we could call it a sermon that he gives, you know, in the upper room once the Holy Spirit has fallen and they're all speaking in tongues and and just amazing energy is is going on in that room. He gives this, you know, Acts chapter 2 is his sermon, basically. Maybe I'm reading that. And then um, I go to church and the whole sermon is about the Holy Spirit. And the things that were revealed to me in my reading you know, specific aspects of the Holy Spirit, or um, maybe I had a question and I wrote it down in my journal, um, and and then it gets answered in the sermon, or the specific things that that the Lord was revealing to me through that chapter, they're elements of the sermon, and it puts it it puts it together even better for me, or whatever. That is so exciting to me, and. Why is that exciting? Because the, the creator of the universe has like this interest in me to the point of, or to the extent of bringing something to my attention and then bringing it to my attention in a whole nother way. Like that just, that's amazing. So you think about, you know, if you're married, um, maybe you're dating, you're in a, you're in a, a romantic relationship and your your significant other, so your husband, your wife, uh, maybe it's your fiance, you know, they visit another city. Maybe it's on business, or maybe they're they're visiting family. They have some kind of a event they have to go to, whatever it is, and they see something. And this is especially like when you're dating or you're newly married. This is especially special, I think. They see something that totally reminds them of you and they buy it for you and they bring it to you as a gift and let's just say in this little example I'm a girl so (laughs) we'll go with girl things so let's just say it's a it's a handbag it's a it's a purse now I know no man on the face of the planet would ever buy his wife a purse but let's just say he does and and he just knows her so well that that this purse is perfect for her and he buys it he gift wraps it and he brings it home and gives it as a gift and you as the wife or the fiance or whatever whatever scenario you're painting in your head um, have been talking for the last couple of days about how you need a new purse so bad and maybe you've even you know done some search on the internet um, trying to figure out because you don't like to stand in department stores and and try on quote unquote try on um, purse after purse after purse after purse and so you're looking for different features you're looking whatever and you found one on the internet that you love and it's saved on on your computer and he comes home with it whoa would that just blow your mind that's the way I feel <laughs> when I've been in the word 
the Lord's talking to me about something specific. Um, he's revealing something specific to me. I have a specific question. And then, boom, it's addressed. Everything that I'm talking about is addressed in the sermon. That just lights my fire. So, and it, it's really special when your husband thinks of you in that way when he's out on business or he's away from you for one reason or another and he takes time out of his busy schedule to say hey you know my wife would really love that that's really super special but when the creator of the universe does it wow (laughs) those are some big shoes to fill you are listening to the all in one day show we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back When I was about seven or eight years old, I started smoking. Then when I was about 16 years old, I ended up smoking a pack a day and then ended up smoking three packs a day. And then when my son was born in 94, I decided then I wanted to quit smoking. you got to have somebody to support you. There has to be at least one person in your life to be able to talk to and say, hey, I need help. The day I quit was the day that life began again. Only you can make you quit. If you're ready, we can help. Call the Arizona Smokers Helpline at 800-55-66222 or visit ashline.org. I smoked roughly uh, 25 years. I have a five-year-old son, and I didn't have him till I was 40 years old. By the time he's ready to graduate high school, I'll be 60. And if I kept on this path of smoking, there's a good chance that I might not even be around for that. You have to want to quit smoking. And I found out that the best way was with a coach and with the Smokers Helpline. Only you can make you quit. If you're ready, we can help. Call the Arizona Smokers Helpline at 800-55-66222 or visit ashline.org. There is no better feeling when you're in need than knowing you have someone to call. Tom Brown here to tell you about my experience with B&B Appliances at 5th Street in Dunlap. B&B has the best prices and great selection on brand names you want like Amana, GE, Kenmore, Maytag, Whirlpool, and more. B&B Appliances offers professional full-service repair and installation. I know because I've seen them in action. You know that sinking feeling when a major appliance fails and it was not in the budget? Me too. Our washer, done, kaput. So I called Mike at 602-870-1662, and in no time at all, I had a new fully warranted washer on the way for a price I could not be happier about. Drop in or call Mike, 602-870-1662. That's 602-870-1662. You gotta see B&B, B&B Appliances. Does this describe you? Are you a husband and wife team trying to run a business where the husband is out performing the tasks while the wife is at home trying to figure out the accounting? Has it gotten to the point where the accounting is overwhelming and has led to conflict between you as a couple? Whether it's due to a lack of knowledge, miscommunication, or just general financial issues that every business owner runs into, my name is Melissa Salem with Bookkeep Inc. and I can help. I have designed workshops where you will get everything from basic accounting understanding to complete financial statement interpretation and everything in between. With our workshops, your training will be custom, thorough, and in a room with a minimal number of students to ensure your questions will be answered. Let us help you rebuild what you have lost. Peace in your marriage, your mind, and your money. Bookkeep Inc., the training you need, the support you deserve. Call now to get your spot, 602-377-6156, or text the word HELP 
to 602-377-6156. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. 1010 AM KXXT. Welcome back to the All in One Day Show. I'm your host, Melissa Salem. This is that place that we come to every Wednesday at 3 o'clock to talk about how the Lord can or how the Lord has changed our lives all in one day. And we are moving to the 2 o'clock slot um, starting next week. We have daylight savings to contend with. <laughs> so as that schedule shifts around, um, they move me to the two o'clock position. So if you're used to tuning in Wednesdays at three, um, you'll need to tune in Wednesdays at two. So that starts next week. Just wanted to bring that to your attention. Um, so we're, what we're talking about is reasons why we study the word for ourselves. And I'm kind of sharing with you um, on a pretty personal level, like this is this is the way it works for me. So that's one of the things that um, is so exciting about being in the Word is when when the Lord just takes whatever it is He's showing you, and then boom, He confirms it in a different in another area. Um, it used to happen for me before I was in the Word. It would be multiple sermons, so I would go to church and they would be preaching about. Um, the Beatitudes. And then I would get in my car and I would be driving across the state and I'd pick up, you know, radio stations that would have like Adrian Rogers or um, Charles Stanley. Um, there's all kinds of pastors that I used to listen to when I was traveling across the state. And they would all be speaking about the Beatitudes. It would be something like that. Um, and then once I started getting into the Word, it it was more confirmed. It was it was more personal confirmation, um, not just because I used to honestly I used to think pastors must all have like an outline for the year. <laughs> They're all on the same subject all the time. Like this this is it's a conspiracy. <laughs> They're all preaching about the same thing all the time, hitting you from different angles um, because they have like this yearly calendar. A pastor yearly calendar. This is what you should preach on on this Sunday and then the next Sunday and and so on and so forth. That's what I used to think. Um, and then I started getting into the word for myself and um, I would be reading about something and I would share it with my husband and then I would go to church and they would preach on the same exact thing. And so I, I then thought as a baby Christian, well, you know, there's a there's a video camera <laughs> in my house <laughs> or my husband is, you know, secretly emailing the pastor about whatever it is that I'm 
you know, going through or struggling with or the Lord's revealing to me and boom, it would be in the sermon. It took me a while to figure out, you know what? It's really just the Lord um, paying attention to me. Wow. And that's a pretty humbling notion. Like the creator of the universe pays attention to me? Like, why? And do I want him to? <laughs> and then you start learning about the character of God and you realize, of course I want him to. And I'm extremely humbled that he does. And, and it just really ignites my faith to know that, wow, he really does pay attention to me. And, you know, your prayer life takes on a whole different um, meaning when you realize that He's really listening. Like I'm not just mind dumping or I'm not just venting or I'm not just complaining. <laughs> I'm not just, you know, throwing out a pie in the sky dream. Like this guy's really listening and he's really making things happen. And he's really for me, like not against me, but he's for me. Like that just, that kind of blows your mind. And then you see that in scripture and, and, um, and how, how he's always been that way. And this is the character of of the Lord. That this is this is the way he is. We are his bride. Why would he be any different? And we are his children. Why would we be any why would it be any different? And so that's really what studying the Bible for myself, that's really what gets me going. You know, that's it's exciting to me when that happens. So if that hasn't happened for you, or if it's only happening on that level of, well, I'm listening to that teaching and this teaching, and maybe even what I'm saying today through your radio is is actually confirming something that was in scripture or was in the sermon on Sunday. You know, maybe that's the way it's happening for you right now, and you're at that level because you're not in the Word. It's just being um, piped in, you know, from some direction. I go to church, it's piped in that way. I I listen on the radio, it's piped in that way. I watch some somebody on TV, it's piped in that way. Maybe I go to Bible study um, and it's piped in that way. So it's just getting piped in. It's and and he's hitting you from different directions and that's the level that you're at. That's an exciting level too. Um, but the next level of being in it. So then nobody knows. Like <laughs> so for me it was well I thought the pastors had a calendar. I thought the pastor had a video camera in my house. I was convinced. I literally was like searching for the camera. Um, nobody could have quoted me so well if they, ha- if they weren't here in my house. Um, so when I say that this is the way I believed, I'm not, that's not tongue in cheek. I really honestly <laughs> believed it. Um, but when I'm in the word for myself and I'm, Maybe I'm journaling, maybe I'm not, but it's just my quiet time and it's just between me and the Lord. And then that's confirmed. Well, now there's just no doubt. There's no human involvement. This is all the Lord. And I challenge you to get to that level with him. I I challenge you to see if it doesn't excite you like it does me. And maybe you can become a Bible nerd. <laughs> we'll change the name of the show to Bible Nerds and... <laughs> we'll all be Bible nerds together. <laughs> and and I don't say nerd in any kind of <laughs> a negative connotation at all. Because believe me, there's a lot of things that I'm pretty nerdy about. And this is definitely one of them. 
So, so there, there's just more motivation to um, describe to yourself what your why is and, and really to just kind of poke you and prod you to get you into the word for yourself. So, so then the, the, the age-old question is, where do I start? What do I do? How do I do this? And we have talked about that in shows in the past, and it is because I am extremely passionate about this subject. Um, so we're not going to go over and over and over it um, as far as the, the, the how, the meat of, of the how, um, but we are going to talk about a different level of it. So we haven't really touched on interpretation and, and you know, what's a right method and what's a wrong method. And there really are right and wrong methods. And, and I'm not going to go into all of the many different facets of interpretation. I'm just going to talk about when you sit down, you open your Bible, and you start reading how you allow the Lord to speak to you through that word and and how you allow that word to just jump off the page and grab a hold of you and what that really looks like. So that's what we're going to focus the rest of our show on today. You are listening to the All in One Day show. We're going to take one of those pesky little breaks and we'll be right back. When most people hear the word leprosy, they wonder if it still even exists. But leprosy does exist. It's a disease that cripples and disfigures, sinking adults and children alike into lives of shame and isolation. The man with leprosy said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. Jesus said, I am willing. Are you willing? You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Krill Omega 50 Plus combines krill oil with ultra-pure fish oil in one tiny pill, and it promotes your joint health, your heart health, your arteries, brain function, and even your eye health. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus today. Just pay for shipping, and we'll send you a free bottle. Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Let's talk about planning. 
Everything we do has a plan behind it. What time school starts, what time you have to be at work, what are your kids going to learn when you take them to school, or what are you going to do when you're at work? Literally everything we do has a plan behind it in one way, shape, or form. The one thing we commonly neglect to have a plan for is our money. Now I want you to imagine how different your family atmosphere would be if everyone in your family knew the plan and were rallying around the plan. Maybe you want to buy a house or a new car or you want to stay home with the kids or save money for college. That's where Tim Salem Financial Planner with Waddell and Reed comes in. Putting a plan together for you and your family tailored to your needs, your financial picture and especially your goals. Call Tim today at 623-334-4726. That's 623-334-4726. Waddell and Reed, where the more you plan, the more you keep. So many small businesses run with two sets of people, the ownership and their staff. That middle management voice of a CFO is often missing. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fail. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Do you, as the owner of your business, wish you could run decisions by someone who has a good grasp on your financial situation, the climate of your business, and the attitude of your market? Do you have organization issues within your staff that you are unsure how to address? This is just a small sampling of what a CFO brings to the table. Melissa Sala, owner of Bookkeep Inc., has been in small business management for over 20 years. Allow her to give you back the time you need, the support you deserve, and the room you long for to grow your business confidently. Call Melissa at 602-377-6156 or text the letters CFO to 602-377-6156. Melissa Salem at Bookkeep Inc. will give you the CFO experience you need at a price you can afford. 1010 AM KXXT. Welcome back to the All in One Day Show. I am your host, Melissa Salem. This is that place that we come to every Wednesday at 3 to talk about how the Lord can or how the Lord has changed our lives all in one day. And I can't stress it enough, next week we are going to be moving to the 2 o'clock slot um, due to daylight savings. Um, All of the scheduling in the in the radio programs kind of get jostled around and we're one of them that gets jostled over to the two o'clock slot. So if you're used to tuning in at three, be sure to tune in at two next week, um, starting next week until until you get to the, the whole spring forward thing. And we don't do that here in Arizona. So it's just one of those things that uh, and we have to remember to tell people. So Anyways, so we're talking about um, biblical interpretation. And as far as, you know, how do I study the word? Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways that that I approach it. Um, one of the one of the things that I do that that has really helped me a lot in just understanding the meaning, the context, the the thought behind what what I'm reading is, you know, a lot of times I'll just take a sentence. And then I'll break down each word. And and what do I mean by that? Well, the Old Testament is written in um, Hebrew, and the New Testament is written in Greek. So either way, I can use a Strong's um, concordance. And you have a concordance at the back of your Bible. If you have any kind of a study Bible, you have a concordance. It's a very small version of the the big concordance that that you can look in. You can also... There's a lot of tools online that you can use. So there's um, Blue Letter Bible happens to be my favorite. There are 
tons of tools online that you can use that will give you what we call the, the Strong's Word. So every word in the Bible, and I mean every word in the Bible, even the even to and from and the and a and and, all of them have a number associated with them, um, a Strong's number. And um, it'll show you, you know, if you go to that scripture and you go to that word on, and I'm talking about using the computer, you have to go to that scripture, to that word, and then look it up. Or you go, you Google, or I'm sorry, you search for that word. Um, it's not called Google if you're within someone else's site. <laughs> it's called a search. We get so um, hooked on vocabulary, don't we? Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's just me. But anyway, so you search for that word and then it'll show you the different places that you can find it in scripture in that translation. And I'm kind of just talking in a circle. There's many different ways to break down a word. That's what I'm talking about. So you, But you want to use the, the Strong's um, concordance. And then as far as the Greek is concerned, there's a lexicon. Because in the Greek um, language, there the structure is completely different than what you and I are used to. Um, if I said that I brushed my hair, you would you would say in English, uh, you know, I and the subject um, brushed is the verb, and my hair is basically the adverb, or that could be the subject, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, in the Greek there would be this other thing called this middle voice. So if I said in the Greek, in, in the right way, in the right structure in the Greek, I brushed my hair, the middle voice would be, would indicate that I did that for myself. I brushed my hair for myself. doesn't really matter when you're talking about brushing your hair, but it really matters when you get to Romans. And um, Paul says that, you know, God works all things together for good to those who, who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And we think in English, we look at that verse and we say, he works all things together for my good. But the Greek middle voice indicates that, no, 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 Paul's saying he works all things together for his good, his being God. So, <laughs> so um, I say all of that to say that there's also a lexicon that will give you um, more depth on the Greek words than just using the concordance. So that's what I mean when I say breaking down word by word. So I, I do that a lot, a lot of time and develop word studies on, you know, an entire thought or an entire verse or um, not the entire story. I don't think I've ever done that, but definitely um, a few verses at a time trying to figure out what, what does this really mean? <laughs> what is he really saying here? Um, and not just taking it at face value and moving on, but but allowing myself to absorb it in a way that I can actually experience it in a more, um, as I've said in the past, 4D experience. So I'm going to talk about the right way and the wrong way to interpret when we come back. I promise you're listening to the All in One Day show. We'll be right back.
You want to feel connected, at one with your world. Informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are, we have an accident on the expressway. when important things happen, you see this man, contact authorities immediately. We're here, at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information on your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting RADIO to 52886. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. Does this describe you? Are you a husband and wife team trying to run a business where the husband is out performing the tasks while the wife is at home trying to figure out the accounting? Has it gotten to the point where the accounting is overwhelming and has led to conflict between you as a couple? Whether it's due to a lack of knowledge, miscommunication, or just general financial issues that every business owner runs into, my name is Melissa Salem with Bookkeep Inc. and I can help. I have designed workshops where you will get everything from basic accounting understanding to complete financial statement interpretation and everything in between. With our workshops, your training will be custom, thorough, and in a room with a minimal number of students to ensure your questions will be answered. Let us help you rebuild what you have lost. Peace in your marriage, your mind, and your money. Bookkeep Inc., the training you need, the support you deserve. Call now to get your spot, 602-377-6156, or text the word HELP to 602-377-6156. Trust. It doesn't always come easy. When you need a home or a car, you shop around. When you need help with your finances, you want choices that work for you, not a flashy sales pitch. At Waddell & Reed, our approach is thoughtful, professional, and personal. We help you work toward your goals by crafting a financial plan that focuses on you. Waddell & Reed, investing with a plan. With Allen Reed Incorporated, member SIPC. Looking for a financial advisor you can trust? Call Tim Salem at Waddell and Reed at 623-334-4726. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi. I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it. Drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. 
Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Family Values Radio 1010.com. Welcome back to the All in One Day Show. I am your host, Melissa Salem. This is that place that we come to every Wednesday at 3 o'clock to talk about how the Lord can or how the Lord has changed our lives all in one day. So um, I was listening to the spots that are during the break. So we don't want to be like Smokey the Bear. We don't want to put the fire out. We want to ignite the fire. We really want to ignite the fire. And I'm not talking about, you know, going out in the forest and lighting a a campfire and watching it spread. I'm not talking about that. Um, But we really want, really want to light the fire of your desire to be in the word. So we're talking today about um, studying the Bible for yourself. And I said that there is a right way and there is a wrong way of interpretation. So I'm going to give you the uh, 101 of what I'm talking about. Maybe even it's the more advanced version of it and pretty much is the formal version of the right and the wrong way. But then we're going to talk about that in a more informal way. And we're going to do all that in the next 15 minutes. So hang with me. So in in the scholarship world of um, of studying the Bible, they they have terms for the right and the wrong way of interpretation. And so the, the first the first way is called exegesis. So if you've ever heard uh, anybody say that from the pulpit or, you know, whatever, and you've always wondered, what does that word mean? <laughs> and you didn't Google it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what that word means. So it's basically the identification of meaning as it comes out of the wording of a text. So it's it's basically the exposition or the explanation of a text based on a careful, objective analysis. So it, it literally, the, the word itself, exegesis, literally means to lead out of. So, so that means that the interpreter is led to his conclusion by following the text. So that's a lot of what I'm talking about, like digging into, you know, the text itself and discovering what each word means and then letting that speak to you. So that would be, that would definitely be an exegesis. So um, I'm not coming to the word with any preconceived notion. I'm, I'm literally letting it speak to me. So the, the other way of interpretation is called eisegesis. So, and I may be just murdering that word. Um, but Basically, what that is, is the interpretation of a passage based on a subjective, non-analytical reading. So the word eisegesis literally means to lead into, which is the opposite of what we just talked about. So this is where the interpreter injects his own ideas into the text, making it mean whatever he wants. (laughs) So you can see probably it's pretty plain which one is right which one is wrong Um, however I will tell you that there's so much of who we are that we bring to the table when we read the word so who we are what we're going through what we've been through in the past um, our upbringing our understanding our level of uh, maturity with our walk 
um, the way the Holy Spirit um, reveals stuff to us. It's all different. This is why you can read the Word every single day for the rest of your life, and and I'm I'm hoping that that would mean <laughs> that you would repeat some of the chapters <laughs> and books, um, at least verses, right? And it will speak to you in a completely different way. And it's based on where you're at, both with your walk and in your life, what the Lord really wants to reveal to you through that scripture. Um, when, when we look at simple scriptures like, you know, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Well, when you're a young a young Christian, a, a youth, let's just say chronologically you're young, um, so you're a teenager, that's going to say something to you that it's certainly not going to say to me. Um, although the context is the same and uh, the basic meaning of, of the word is the same, you know, lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. When you're a teenager, I'm really hoping that you would read that scripture and understand that your understanding is extremely limited because of your maturity, your lack of maturity, I should say, on this earth. So you would you you would take that and say, so I'm not going to lean on the way I in, I see the world. I'm going to lean on the way the Lord wants me to see it. And while it still has that same connotation to someone in their 40s, it's a completely different aspect of it because you've been through a lot. You've, you know, you're chronologically older. You look at it on a way more spiritual basis, um, I would think, than, than the than the 12 year old did. So you would look at it from a spiritual basis, lean not on your own understanding and, and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. You know, the 12 year old is going, okay, if I'm gonna lean on on the Lord, he's really going to direct me and, and guide me in what school I'm going to go to and the friends I'm going to make and the career path that I have in front of me, where maybe the mom who is now an empty nester has kind of that same connotation, but she sees it in so much more of a spiritual um, leading. So I'm, I'm not going to lean on my own understandings. I'm going to, I'm going to lean on on, on the Lord. This is more about walking by faith. This is more about um, not see, not taking things for just face value and and the way I see them and really, you know, letting the Lord lead me and guide me in whatever it is that's in front of me or whatever it is I'm going through. So you, as the reader, do bring a certain amount of that to the Word. So the 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 meaning of, of eisegesis where it's um, leading into on a very basic level, it kind of, it, it, it is an element of the way we interpret scripture. Um, like I said, on a very basic level. But what, what makes that wrong or what makes um, eisegesis, the, the actual um, meaning of that word, completely wrong as a method of interpretation isn't the fact that we're all different. We all read things differently and and the Lord reveals things to us differently. It isn't that at all. It's more of, okay, I have this agenda 
and I'm going to bring that agenda to the word and I'm going to justify my agenda through the way I look at the word. So if if my agenda is that um, abortion should be acceptable, let's just, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. There's one for you. There's <laughs> Talk about controversial. Well, the word abortion is nowhere in the Bible. So there I go. There's one check mark. It's not addressed. Where I do see um, certain things like thou shalt not kill, I can I can say, well, that's that's talking about, you know, people already walking around. That's not talking about a baby in the womb. Um, so I'm bringing my agenda to the word instead of letting the word form my agenda, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, that's when you've crossed a line that is the wrong way to interpret scripture. So they say it kind of nicely here where the interpreter injects his own ideas into the text, making it mean whatever he wants. Um, I don't know, maybe that that does sound a little bit more um, evil (laughs) than, than what I'm talking about. But that but what I'm talking about forms whole conversations that change the narrative of the very subject that you're talking about. So what does that mean? Well, if you want to um, make something, make, affect a political change in your society and your society as a whole relies more on the word of God to form their worldview than anything else, then all you got to do is is start to inject different meanings into what you're uh, reading in scripture and then start that as, as the conversation. So if somebody comes to you and says, well, no, abortion is not right because, I mean, you know, it's it's just not right, you know. God says that we shouldn't kill, and and I say back to you um, after doing my little eisegesis, as you know, as we say, um, after doing that study, and I say, well, that's just about people, you know. Um, life doesn't begin until birth, and and then the person says, well, oh, I I've never thought about it that way. And that person has not studied the word for themselves. They just have been brought up in church. They just have this overall, you know, um, Christian viewpoint, but they really haven't ever studied the word for themselves. They don't have anything to say back. So I've now I've effectively changed the conversation, at least with one person. So that person goes home and says, well, you know, I brought this up to this other person and this is what they said. And it got me thinking and no one that they're talking to is studying the word for themselves. So they're, huh, yeah, I guess that's probably true. And so you can't kill something that's not alive. Life doesn't begin until birth. Okay, so that doesn't apply. So abortion is is not addressed. So it must be okay. So I've changed the narrative in a, in a household now. And, and then it just spreads like wildfire. And this is how... Um, political agendas are enforced and um, and how 
the conversation is changed in our society when it comes to very important, um, heavy issues. It's just one person saying, well, I don't know. I think it says this instead. Or, well, I don't know. I think if you read over here, you know, it says it says that. So then this must be true. And, and it just, you can see how that perpetuates. And it does, and it has, and and it is in our society. This is exactly where we are um, because a few people decided to change the conversation. And if you don't know the facts and you don't understand the word and you haven't studied it for yourself, then you're just left with a choice. Do I believe what this person is saying or do I believe this over here? And you you have no revelation for yourself. So it's it's as if you're in a courtroom and only one side has presented. Well, of course, that one side sounds like it's probably true because that's their job to make it sound true. Um, if you haven't heard the other side, you have nothing to weigh it against. So that's just one more reason why we have to be in the word for ourselves. We can't allow society to tell us what is right and what is wrong. We cannot allow um, other people, other voices in the wind to form our doctrine, to, um, to affect our relationship with the Lord. We just, we can't. It is our responsibility as Christians to read the Bible, study the Bible, pray to the Lord, have that relationship for ourselves, or we're left with a society that's running us instead of the other way around. You have been listening to the All in One Day show. Next week, we will be back in the two o'clock slot at, uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> Lost track of the day. Until then, we'll see you later. <laughs>